and also Thursday on the YouTube page, the official, which I guess is going to feature Chris Moxley this week on Friday, future freshman, and then daily. Daily, the daily draft report. Dwight is doing a great job with those. And if you aren't checking out the spring practice recaps that Matt is doing, you really need to be doing. Our Discord has uh, responded really positively to those really informative stuff there. But that is going to be our show for tonight. Apologies to Curb Street. We ran out of time. We will get him rescheduled soon. For Matt Bruning and Austin Nace and Chris Moxley, I'm Felix Sharp. Good night and good luck. Oh, there's I didn't I didn't realize Mike was uh Mike's so, here. I had I had a question and this is gonna be my ignorance on our freshman guy, so I apologize. Where do we have Caleb Burton ranked? Whoa. We don't like him. We hate him. And that, like bad, more bad news about him came out after we probably, we probably would have had him even lower. He's like my wide receiver forty or something now. He's dropped precipitously. Uh, I only- Low end tier three, ask. I think. Yeah, he's so he was twenty four sevens wide receiver ten, and he's going like four hundred forty second in our ADP. Yeah, I so, just noticed so that. Like, like that feels really low. But if we don't like him, then I mean, I understand why. Well, I think a lot of that is the. Um, I know. I don't think David dislikes him, but I know Matt does because we've had that discussion big wide receiver guy he does not like him at all because he tracked him i think at like 19 miles an hour in his Ugh. senior season after coming back from that injury so believe it or believe it or not the threshold that you're looking for for a wide receiver to hit miles per hour wise 19.5 i heard that from matt today so if you're not hitting yeah, that threshold you, there are real questions that. about your speed well, and well, I would feel players, a lot better about a guy hits. that could hit 19.5 if they were like 220 pounds. But Caleb Burton's listed at 165, I believe. And they said that he hasn't gained <laughs> any weight really since he's been on campus there, which is big cause for concern. If I had kept talking about my uh, my Syracuse, Syracuse stuff, I watched the spring game today. I actually was kind of more impressed than I thought I was going to be. Um, they have a fullback who added 30 pounds and it's like 300 right now um just like bulldozing people shout out to joe johnson who's in the chat today i had not seen his name in the chat before he seems relatively new and then tristan i think tristan has been around before but i don't see him all the time in that's tristan cook that he's dynasty nerds he helps run the program okay okay i'm not that it matters austin but caleb burton is technically 169 just throwing that out there i don't know if four pounds change anything for you or not but uh i mean if it matters he's on special teams right now there's talks that he may do kicks and whatnot but yeah weight weight doesn't freak me out but if you're gonna be slow and light that's a pretty bad combination i i just i don't i don't think we ever got the truth about his knee injury that's the one thing i just i don't know i I really don't think it was an acl as if it was i don't understand why he hasn't bounced back yet so we do Do have a first time listener as well Luke, first time, first time we should start taking calls. We can take calls on we the show. Sh- we really yeah. should. Google first voice. Time, first time, first time listener. Mike, your Mike Valerie is I muted. Mike, Mike, what's up, man? Still, Still muted. Maybe your, your, maybe your mic's not on. I think it's a mic issue. Mike with, uh, he's got Mike is going to start. Is he going to start writing on cards? <laughs> Still, 
Still can't hear you. Huh. Dang, that was a tight show. I'm very man, I, I was I was tired. Uh, yeah, I can hear you now. What was no, that like? no, that was the uh there you there go. There we go. Oh. Okay. Mike. Okay. <laughs> All right. Um no, I actually I wanted to ask you guys questions here because I'm I'm tired of the uh the Twitter debate of constantly of like Malik Willis is a bad quarterback, but like a good a good NFL quarterback, any, just any of those type of prospects. Do you guys think that um, there should be a more balanced QB rating, like scoring system for like fantasy. I've heard people punish. try to say that. I'm getting, I'm, I'm like, I'm good. I'm getting ready to hop on that train. I'll be off the train after the draft and nobody cares anymore, but I'm do ready want, to hop on. Do you want my, do you want my whole opinion on it? Yeah, go ahead. No, I don't like super flex leagues. And I know, I know that that's a hot take and it's uncool and I, that means I'm a I'm a what what's the word? a boomer who only plays in one QB. I hate superflex leagues. I do because it promotes bad quarterback play and overvalues. Like Ryan Fitzpatrick has had value for years by being a subpar quarterback. I don't like more it. More points is not a bad team. thing. I no more point don't that. Do you hate PPR too? There's just a way to balance. Scott Fishbowl balances it. Yes, reward. Good quarterback play and penalize bad quarterback play. I think Scott Fish does a well, that's a really that's, good point out. That's the scoring you're going to get in the program, so get ready for it because that's just, that's the scoring I use if I commission a super flex league. I use nice. his, his QB scoring. Okay. Penalize bad quarterback play, and then I'm happy. I don't I don't want to see these bad quarterbacks score me points. I don't care. Like I, I don't. Jalen hurts. Actually, I I say all that right. And then I'm I'm out here watching like Mac shit on a Tuesday night, watching Kyle Van Trees throw for 300 yards and four picks. Um, Austin, <laughs> do you you get notifications of new groups being created in the Slack? Isn't that right? I don't get a notification when a new group has started, but I can see all the groups that I'm not added to. Okay. I I've seen certain groups as well. By the way, just if someone has a diary in the Slack, just know that I can see it. Did you read it? Oh yeah, my daily my daily dick pic channel. <laughs> um, I also wanted to ask you guys because Felix brought this up a while ago. Um, I'm, I can't be an entertainer twenty four seven. I just I don't have it in me. Um, but Felix um brought up bringing on people on the after show and actually debating like Debbie topics with them, as in, like Debbie prospects, like too high and too low. I think I think I'm ready to move on to that level of calling people out for having Spencer Rattler yeah. too high after he was a 101 and now he's undraftable for the NFL. Yeah, I think that I think I mean it's it's your thing. I think that it would work. You just got to get people who are, are going to stay up. Okay, so. and then and then can I have a special You should elaborate. Episode? Oh, go ahead. Can I have a special episode once in a while cuz I got this idea from you listening to your podcast today. Austin's already shaking his head no for a reason. I'm slightly worried where this is going. Yep, same. Where we get me and whoever, whoever my, my person coming on, we'll get like a 10 minute like warning when you guys are almost done with your regular episode. And then we fire off like six shots of vodka beforehand. And then we just watch ourselves get inebriated through the debate. That, that, can, be a, that can be a you show. There was no reaction. <laughs> we'll give it a trial <laughs> period before we put it on the CTC feed. How's that sound? Yeah, Mike, Mike, does, Mike does it himself first. And then we'll, uh, we'll test it. 
with his takes right. on here, I thought he always was drunk. Hey. I got some whiskey here. I'm not really there yet, but big wide receiver guy likes the idea. Of course, the offensive lineman from college likes the idea. <laughs> hey, big wide receiver guy was was shouting me out in the chat today. So big wide receiver guy and our best friends today. I, saw that. I was just trying to hype Austin's return. Um, and then my last thing was uh, I have to go back into my Debbie rankings. Because, like, there's definitely some guys that are just ranked off based off of stats. If they look good analytically, I'm like, yeah, I guess I'll slide them in there. But now that I'm writing the Debbie guide, and I just decided one day to go through, like, all the T5 running backs, uh, Keaton Mitchell, mm-hmm. uh, Carson Steele. There's one more I went through. Freedom Bennett. No, Lou Nichols. And um, after watching those three, I was like, man, I got these guys ranked way too fucking high. I, I like Lou Nichols. I don't I think Bill is a Lou Nichols fan. Yeah, I, I, I was trying to figure out if, if Carson Steele is an NFL player because he has an NFL body. I love a terrible review. I, I think they're both terrible athletes. Both. I think like, the same thing about Ontario Brown. <laughs> but I, that's what I was like, I, I like I wanted him. I'm like, this dude has no juice in his legs. Um, yeah. I don't know if that matters for like CFF purposes, but it does. No, no, no. no. Yeah, but I don't like Ontario Bradford NFL either. He doesn't have upside. Like his upside's like a like a round six or seven grinder. Do you think he can go like before round five, Austin? It's gonna be tough at NIU. Yeah, even G five. I could see. I I could see him going early day three. Early day three. Mike, do you think? Lou Nichols is a day two, third round NFL draft pick? No, because uh, next no. year's class is too stacked. And then they'll have to wait until I think what his fifth year would be the 24 class. I, so, like, my, my process or how I started this years ago was that I think about draft trends first, and then I go into analytics, and then I go into film. Like, that's my process. And so I always start my process with like seven running backs on average get day two draft capital, seven. And I don't think Lou Nichols is top seven in next year's class. And then the next year after that, maybe he can slide in like at six, seven, maybe five, but no. He was eligible yeah. this year. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he was. Yeah. It'll be a fourth yeah, year next good. year. And it's a really, really yeah. stacked class. And then, and then it'll be a fifth year after that. One guy that I, I'm really in that vein, Mike, that I have a really tough time dissecting is Rasheen Ali because like I think Rasheen Ali is yeah. a good player I have no idea if he can get around so, the draft cap though I was kind of in on Rasheen Ali because of Matt and then I was talking to Corey about him one day and then Corey was like this just feels like a repeat story of Sincere McCormick and then I just mm-hmm. it just my mind just exploded and I was like oh man he's right and I just drafted Rasheen Ali in like the fifth round of the startup I gotta get rid of him so he's not the type of guy targeted in a startup but he's someone I have a lot of from last year because um, it took people like three or four weeks to come around on him after he was posted like eight touchdowns in two games. It's so, like I have a lot <laughs> of him from like, waivers, but I don't think I could. I would like he will not be on my team. Um, let's have this. Let's have this debate. Should the college side of C two Cs have waivers? Yes, in some. Oh, I thought I thought it was okay. So. I'm glad you brought this up because actually now I want to know because I I'm in my first league. I've never played a full a full year yet. I'm I'm in two leagues right now for C to C and just joined my third, and I don't know how waivers work. But then PJ was breaking it down, telling me that you can do 
two pickups like every three weeks or something like that. He just listed off like different variations. And PJ's so, in like seventy leagues too, and so I I guarantee you he's heard of every format ever. How's he? Doing I hate I hate that that way. By the way, what? <clears throat> most of his you are. You're allowed to make two pickups a year, but it's in certain weeks. It's like week four and week eight. Like, I think I, I, I agree yeah. with Austin that you should get some waivers. I like the way we do it in the program where it's four. You have all year to use your four. If you use all four of them in week one, or you wait till the end of the year. Like, I know Austin beat me out on, was it Brooks? No, no, no. Um, it was running back for Oklahoma State. I forgot who it was because I'd used all my fab money. And so I only had one, but I had a, I had one dollar, and you bid like six bucks on him, and you got him, Warren, Jalen Warren, like, and we you we did that both in like the last week to make the playoffs, and he got it. Like, you can save them all year if you want, or you use them. I think you should be allowed at least a couple, and you should be able to use them whenever you want, because some people pay more attention that early. Like Moxley mentioned Ali, like I got Ali in week two of the program, and I bid a ton Ali of money gang. on him because I saw. What he had done in week one, I was like, fuck it, I'm going to take a chance on him. Like, if you're paying attention, I think you should just, you get your, whatever, two or four throughout the entire season. Once you use them, you're, you lose them. I hate the weeks four and eight because sometimes you forget or you're not paying attention or you don't put it That's, in that Tuesday morning and then it's gone. And now you have to right. wait to week eight. You can still only use one in week yeah, eight, right. even though you didn't get to use it in week four. Like, I hate that shit. I hate it with a passion. That, I'd rather just have I, no waiver moves. I think that that's my point is that like mentally we know how waivers work in traditional dynasty where, you know, on Tuesday morning you're kind of setting, but there, but there's no uniform system across C2C league. So you can have one league where it's what Matt described and you can have one, one where you get the four and you can use them at any time. But when you're looking at the leagues on fan tracks, I think it's hard to remember which one is the league where you can, you have to use your waiver on week four and week eight and which one is the league where you can, uh, where you might have unlimited waivers. Like that is really frustrating to try to keep track of all of that. And just, it's not a problem that you experience in traditional dynasty leagues because traditional dynasty leagues, it's fab or it's waivers. And that's just kind of how it is, but like, it's just too much. I think that we need to advocate for one system here at campus to Canton and then make that. Yeah, um, yeah. I mean, uh, whatever it is, we need lobbyists to say this is what it should be. If it's well, four moves what, a year, that's what it should be. So that it, I, it would be that way across leagues. Yeah, I know we haven't had time to do it, but like that's something Austin and my, me had talked about like before the offseason started, like doing some channels about like how to start up a league and what formats like we would suggest people using like that would be my thing for waivers because i'm with you like and and no like disrespect to pj because he i'm in the leagues with him he does remind you he does send out a message on like mondays like hey this is the week but i'm in so many fucking leagues that like i go in there and i'm just like okay is this, i can't remember is this the weekend like there was some that i right. forgot there's right. and what i think it's the one i'm in with austin and a bunch of like the debbie royale guys where like I literally had no starting quarterbacks because all my guys got injured, and then I forgot to put my waiver move in that Tuesday night, and they ran, and I couldn't even start a, a quarterback for three weeks because I had to wait for my guys to come back from injury. Like I just, I hate that with a passion. You should be able to make moves throughout the year. You just limit them to whatever you want. I do. Yeah, open open waivers where you can have unlimited moves. I think dilutes the my format. My favorite but, leagues all have open waivers. I don't. I don't like. Probably, I don't like open waivers though in the off season. Like, can I just oh, have a regular yeah. no, off season? No. 
Yeah, I don't. I'm not in any leagues that have a waiver. I don't even want to think about my actual fantasy rosters January or February. Don't send me trades. Don't fucking message me about it. I don't care. I won't respond. Only, only when you can get Lorenzo Styles for Comic Core. That's the only time that you actually want to worry about it. That was in March. Oh, was it? Okay. I had Styles as my as my wide receiver thirteen. He's getting all the hype, and everyone else is moving him up. I'm just saying, awesome way to start the movement, but I'm the one carrying it. All right. So, uh, Chris, what do you mean it dilutes the format having open waivers? It 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 really does eliminate a lot of the supplemental portion of the league. And if you're fine with that, that's fine. And I, to be totally honest, I personally am in Austin's camp. I think for the good of like the league and the format, I think you should limit waivers because um, not everybody's involved every week and, and, and like paying attention and right. and being able to like pick up players every week. And so I think that I think it's just hard to do it and is. like really execute in that type of league even though I'm pro like that that strategy. I understand it's difficult for people. And so I do it think is. it should be limited so that you have players to talk about in supplemental drafts. And, yeah. and like draft a supplemental yeah. drafts. Like I think I just think that's a better quality of league even though I think it's like it's not, it's not what I personally want, but I do think that is the for the greater good, if you want to put it that way. Okay. Yeah, I, I agree with you because I think that those supplemental draft picks should be worth something, and when you have unlimited waivers, it just devalues the yeah. those picks because it's really just limited to freshmen. So there's not 200 freshmen that you should draft. It just isn't. So if you like 15 no. rounds, 12 teams, I mean, there, there's not, what is it 180? They did that math right. Um, there's not 180 freshmen. Like, there should be players, and if someone, like, multiple people are really grinding out at week like 12 at the end of the season, it, it really it just makes it tough. Um, I don't know. I, I I just I'm a proponent of whatever's best for the format, and I think that that's the case. Which is, and I don't want to get off topic, but that's the same reason that I like best ball. We do need to take, I mean, we should have some internal conversations about this because, you know, folks are looking to us to kind of suggest things. So we should probably work that out. I I have a, I have another question. I'm going to move on from this topic. I want to know if you guys consider this collusion or not. I'm just going to give you a real life example. Okay. So I, I'm pretty notorious for trading away my first round draft pick. If you have to ask, it is. I don't think it is, but anyway, I'm asking. So. I have like the two, three, and the two, five, right? And this other guy has like the two, four, and then like the two, six, seven, and eight all in a row. He doesn't really know much about football. Or, you know, he just uses the, the fantasy pros advice and he goes and drafts off the fantasy pros list or whatever. If I offered him some like mediocre ass trade for the two, four, but then I included in that trade, hey man, I'll give you the rest of my notes because my draft is done after my yeah, two, cool. five pick. Is that uh, exclusion for Austin? Anytime you have to off- offer something that's outside the boundaries of what can be considered usable in a league, it's collusion. Definitely collusion. I, I remember years ago when I was working, when I was in Michigan working, there was one sub, sub uh, suspect trade that went down, and it turns out it was for bacon, like some fresh bacon was included in the in this particular trade. Mike, I'm like 99% sure that your microphone is not on. It's not his mic that's picking up. No, 
It's his computer. No, it's his computer, hundred percent. But it's all good. Austin, you're back. How does how does it feel to be back? Uh, bad. Today was like my worst day at work in us? weeks. I was like, son of a bitch. Uh, did liked. I miss you guys? Yes, I missed doing the show. But I would be lying if I didn't say that it was nice <laughs> to have Wednesdays where I w- I didn't have another show to do. But I I, I did another miss show. Another show. You guys. Oh, well, you mean like I do, it was I do three? Week. Like yeah, I do three shows a week, and it was nice to just have an extra night where I wasn't doing a show. Hey, is this working now? Or? Back. Yeah. yeah, that that's yeah. much better. I found the mute button on the mic. I guess I hit it when I was grabbing it closer to my face. You sound you. so much better. Thank you. You guys sound good too. Yeah, we didn't. So we didn't talk Mark, about. When are you show. coming to Louisville? Um, actually, in two weeks. So, so I will be getting fucked up with Felix. He's apparently he's a good time when he's drunk. I didn't know that. I'm not a good time. I'm I'm so much of a homebody. Felix That's, is the sounds Felix like a is the type to order a red wine at a brewery. So yeah, you said because beer is gross. Um, no, no. So I, I started now originating loans. I'm now full. I can like advertise. I can make websites for your house. I can make flyers with your face on it and my face on it and make it look all good and stuff. So, so I'm out now, um, for my job trying to get realtors to use me as their loan originator, which is what's really been busy last week. So I'm going to like open houses and it almost feels like frat rush where I have to like flirt with some dude and then like <laughs> get the bid, you know, but, um, it's networking. Yeah, it is. And I'm having a good time with it, and I feel really good about it, too. Um, but anyway, I'll be going up to Kentucky for two weddings, which are like back-to-back on different weekends. So I'm going to be sticking around there because that's where all my friends – that's where I went to college. And so a lot of my friends are still around the area, or they have family in the area. So I'll be go staying cats. there for – yeah, go Cats. And so I'll be there for three weeks, but I'm also decided to get licensed in Kentucky, so I'll also be networking oh, out okay. in Kentucky. So I can actually work while I'm over there. Okay. All right. So I'll have to tell you the spots where to go. Yeah, Jared. I mean, I've been here for uh, since 2015, so I better not how to say it. I remember yeah. I called when I first moved here. I called uh, Spectrum to get cable, and I said, "Yeah, they, you know, they asked you your address," and I said, "Louisville, Louisville, Kentucky." Oh, and the lady said, "Oh, bless your bless your heart." She said, "Oh, bless your heart." <laughs> I love that. I love that in the area. <laughs> Yeah, I, I remember being a freshman and someone's telling me where they're from. I'm from Maryland, which everyone thought was Massachusetts over there. <laughs> and, then, and then everyone's like, you know, asking me, oh, you're way from up north. And I'm like, not really. I'm right across. You just go straight line and I'm, I'm right across. But anyway, and then they're like, oh, I'm from Louisville. And I'm like, what you excuse me? What did you just say? Yeah. Yes, you just call me? Yeah. <laughs> and they're like, Louisville. And I'm like, you need to go, you need to slow it down. And then someone's like, it's like Louisville, but you got to choke on your tongue at the same time. And I'm like, okay, Louisville. I say it so easily now. I say it so easily now. What, I wish that the football like, team would oh. get like really, really good. I was not here when Lamar Jackson was here. Or maybe I was and I just didn't go to the games. I don't I think watched I was the game here. where we beat him, though. What's up, go Cats? Pierce Clark's going to be there UK? next year. Gonna, yeah, UK beat him, him his up. final year. Who's going to be there? Pierce Clarkson. Oh yeah, he's got he's he had some billboards around the city. Mm-hmm. Uh, so there is a soccer stadium 
um, that they just built that was built like right before the pandemic. And so it was built and then not used uh, Louisville FC. But there is a big, you know, LC LED billboard outside of the uh, outside of the stadium. And he, he had a billboard there, but he had a whole bunch of billboards around the city. Can I He's tell you been, my you know, I'm, I'm coming home or something like that? Can I tell you my two favorite Louisville stories? No. No. You get one. Yeah, like, you get one. Right. I'm gonna do two. One's really quick. I'll do the quick one first. So I, I'm going <laughs> no. from Okay, I'm gonna do two. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going from the, the guard to the active duty and the recruiting station was out of Louisville. And so they have to keep you overnight for whatever reason. They force you to stay there overnight in the Galt Hotel. Which is right across the street from is it like Louisville Live or what's it called that the main bar area? Fourth Street, Fourth Street Live, Fourth Street, Fourth Street Live. That's right. And mm-hmm. I know what it is, and I'm hoping my roommate is like down to go and get fucked up before we get like medically tested the next day. And so I'm in the room. He's already there. I got my little duffel bag, and I got like you know two bottles of whiskey in there with a speaker. And I'm like, yo, man, what you doing tonight? And I'm like, so I'm pulling out the bottles, and the guy's like, I don't know, man, I'm just gonna go to sleep right now. And I'm like, oh. And, you know, I put it back in the bag real nonchalantly. He never saw. It was, and I got a lot more story to tell about that dude. It was pretty weird. But my second story was my <laughs> roommates decided to go. We all decided to, like, rent out two hotels. It's, like, eight of us. And we wanted to go see 4th Street Live. And so we went out there. And one of our roommates was, like, this dude was just hammered. Like, he threw up on the ground. We witnessed this dude throw up on the ground at a bar. <laughs> and they cleaned it up for him. They didn't kick him out. And then we see this dude pull out this like super fat wad. Like I'm talking about like in the movies, like the drug dealer type wads just pulls it out of his pocket to pay the waitress or not the waitress, sorry, the bartender. And then we're like, okay, that guy's not getting kicked out because he's clearly paying so much for tips and we're going to go make friends with this guy and he's going to buy us all of our drinks. And that's exactly what happened. We made friends with him and he bought us nonstop drinks and we're all like, acting like we're all best friends just to get shots. He was... He was probably not so Fourth Street Live. Nobody that's like locally from Louisville goes to Fourth Street Live. It's like a tourist trap, and there are other Fourth yeah. Street Lives like around the country um, where they have similar similar things. So yeah, no, like that's a just kind of tourists go go down nah, there. I got you. This dude ended up hitting us up a month later, asking us if we wanted to get into the drug business, and he's from New York. And none of us texted this him back. All, we just this is all alleged stuff, of course. Um, allegedly, was this the, sh- yeah. was this allegedly. the short story or the long story? This was the long one, and that's okay. it. Holy crap! 